Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 70 Covington Pike or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower-than-low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. So it's easy to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save with our 99-cent sale on Michelinas, Powerade, Starkist Tuna, and more. Only 99 cents each when you mix and match five or more with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Cool Drops. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. 
So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Giannato and Jeffrey show. Coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter on X at JWright929ESPN. Sitting across from me is the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist, the lead sports columnist, the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth, best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter on X at MGNato. Mark, good day, sir. It is a good day after what we saw at FedEx Forum last night, right? Feels much better. In the, yeah, it was getting a little. I mean, it feels better than it did yesterday. I've just taken the approach. I am all in on this team as a content machine. I'm viewing this as a television show, Jeffrey. It was blackout night at Memphis ba- at FedEx Forum for Memphis basketball, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of people would have predicted we were going to see a funeral. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone was going to yeah. be dressed about. Said instead, a revival. Yeah, or maybe a reprieve. Mm-hmm. I, I'm leaning more towards reprieve than revival. Still, like, uh, this mean, is I, just this was a te- this. They they proved last night that they're not quitting yet. No, they're, they're, they're not done. Done. They they played hard, and they it, the way I phrased it in my column over at commercialpill.com is it's a lot better to be wishful thinking than whatever we were doing the last few days. You know, ever after uh, after Penny Hardaway and that team looked and sounded the way they did against SMU. So a big win last night for Memphis basketball. We're a day closer to the Grizzlies returning from the All-Star break. We've got, I guess, sort of an update. They're at practice. They just finished practice down at FedEx Forum, so the team is officially back. So um, we're finally uh, emerging from the All-Star break, although with the Grizzlies it's a little odd just because, <laughs> because it's like 26 games of, okay, uh, let's 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 stay healthy and uh, yeah. let's move on to next year. We've accomplished, you know, what what's happened this year has likely happened at this point, right? Like, well, maybe we'll see some more Gigi Jackson flashes and some Vince Williams looking good, but like, ultimately, are you expecting anything else to emerge from the season? I guess maybe Brandon Clark uh, yeah. coming back. That's about it. You know, that's about it in terms of intrigue. Um, but uh, nonetheless, the Grizzlies are back and. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Eric Hasseltine at 2.40 or so about uh, them. Uh, 3 o'clock or so, we will get into the list. Then 3.30, Jason Smith will join us, um, get his thoughts on last night's game uh, where Memphis um, staved off, I guess, quit watch. Um, Not temporarily. You know, quit watch could come back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, the conditions are always right. You know what I mean? Like, in, in the end, a watch is just, are, are the conditions there? I'd still say the conditions are still there. It's almost there. like one of those racing games at the arcade where, like, you had to cross a checkpoint and then you got more time to keep going. They barely, USA. They, they barely mm-hmm. got past this latest checkpoint, but they do have now a little more time on their clock. But the things are you know, still back against the wall because you barely made this last checkpoint. 
Yeah, I, I'm still using our weather analogy. It's a watch. Conditions are still there. <laughs> Conditions are still there. Well, uh, let let's talk about that game last night because it, right. uh, um, it was a it was a a big win, uh, a rare. You know, they win by 24, and the rare game this year. I can only think of the Wichita State game in Wichita, and maybe the. Was it the Michigan? Was it Michigan or Arkansas who they blew out? I guess UVA. I would put no, in this UVA, category. No, because both Michigan and Arkansas got weird at the end. Like they weren't. Yeah, they weren't. What's the game? They, you never out? really thought for sure they were going to lose, and like you, you mm-hmm. never thought they were giving up the lead. But they got kind of weird. Remember late? Remember there's yeah. a bunch of fouling. And but freezing. Wichita and UVA, where they pulled away. You know, they were like pulling away. Yeah. It felt like, and they just dominated. And last night, yeah, I guess to a certain degree, the two lane game. Yeah, a little no, bit. the two lane home game. Yeah, but they still only won by twelve. If I like, yeah, but yeah, but like that was like Tulane doing that was Tulane yeah. making the the final look closer. Nonetheless, they win by twenty four against the second place. I don't think it's the second best team in the AAC. I think it's the second place. It was the second place team in the AAC, but that was a team that won, had won eleven of twelve, and you kind of made them look. Like helpless at times, like they had they had I, no answer. Particularly during the second half, um, and they scored. They, they limit Charlotte to seventeen points. It's the fewest points, um, the fifty-two points, or was it fifty-two, fifty-four, fifty-two, fifty-two, seventy-six, fifty-two. Fewest points Memphis has given up this season. Seventeen in the second half. Seventeen in the second half. Um, you know, I took note of. You know, the starting lineup wasn't that different. Only one change. They went really big. They put Naquan Tomlin at the three, started, and then with Jordan and Dandridge, and then had Jones and Quinterly. So really only Jaquan Walton got benched off of the SMU game. Um, nonetheless, Jaquan Walton looked like he played about as hard as he has all year. I mean, I, I don't know. The numbers weren't the great, the greatest still shooting-wise, but he contributed and he played hard. He came in the game, got a technical foul before he had even played a second. Play of the game. I mean, it was, I mean, what's his name? Lucoy? I believe that's a, it's, I, I thought it was Lucy yesterday, the way it was, but it's Lucoy. You also somehow turned Deshaun mm-hmm. into Deshaun or something like that? Well, it was D-I-S-H-O-N it, is how you pronounce his, is how you spell his listen, first Listen, Greg Gaston's a pro's pro. Yeah, I'm gonna, he was saying Deshaun. I'll trust Deshaun. I'll trust that Greg, the television That man's been guy. in television, what, for 40 years? Like, the man's a pro. Yeah. No, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll trust his pronunciation. Nonetheless... Um, that Jaquan Walton like got him and got him a third foul. He got the double technical, which counted as a personal foul, and then on the very like next little sequence of that play, drove to the basket and drew another foul on him. And all of a sudden, Charlotte's leading score was out of the game for the basically the entire rest of the first half, and never did get on track. No, I think like it, Aaron was throwing up air balls. Well, it was they had they had some hilarious shots in the second half. Yeah. Like they had some threes that were like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Um No, I'm I'm not joking. I think that was the most significant single play of the game. Because A I don't you saw it like in person. You had that was right That's there. a pretty decent angle for you. Yeah. So, to me, it just looked like Jaquan just shoved him just out of nowhere. Just shoves him, and Patterson kind of, he must have said well, something. It, it was weird. It was like, it did not look to me like a double tech situation. Oh, but no, it, no, no. And, and, and Charlotte's bench was up in nuts. arms over the whole position. Yeah. That, the, the, 
the technical foul that then got later, which I heard you on Jeff's show yeah. mentioned as one of like kind of, and I think you're right, a key moment. Like they had momentum, and then the assistant coach gets yes. a technical. I think it actually all still stemmed from that original that possession yeah. of. One, Jaquan Walton just comes in the game and just goes out there and is like, I'm going to stir up S. You yeah, know? no, and, and the, like, that's, and, that's what I'm saying. Took him out of the game. Like, just decided and just went in and shoved, you know, kind of gave him a little shove as soon as he went and made contact with him. And then Patterson reacted somewhat. And but, he got, but, but it was kind of like, again, I assume he had <laughs> to have said something. Because the reaction they showed, I was like, oh, "That's." Not- but, the, but yes, Charlotte's head coach was like, "What? He didn't do any. Like you know, yeah. like he didn't do any. He just came in and shoved him." And because and well, it was funny because the Charlotte head coach is Australian. Yeah, I didn't know that. I texted you. I I learned that when Matt Enfield interviewed him at the half. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, he's Australian." Um, but I think the assistant who got the technical was still yet like all their frustration with the refs all stemmed from that possession where they felt like you know. And so, no, and I, it set I the tone for the evening. I get it at Charlotte. You probably don't have the world's biggest budget. Mm-hmm. That's a borderline fireball offense. My assistant gets the oh, tech. Yeah. Like, I got to know the relationship there. Do they have the talk anytime you please pass? It's one thing if I'm the head coach and I get the tech. Yeah. But if I, in that kind of game, yeah. if my assistant gets the tech, like, I'm, I'm making him run laps. Yeah. And then at the end... You know, last nine minutes, it's closing time, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Turns to Joe Coop. We got a closer on the team now. We got a closer on the team. He hits the three from the corner, sets up Quinterly for another three. Like, basically, it was an eight-point game when Joe Cooper hit that three. The Joe Cooper three is what created the onslaught that then, today— Opened the floodgates. You're, well, you're looking at the net ranking and the uh, Ken Palm rating— Went up pretty significantly off one game. Yeah, because um, he blew him out. Cooper. Yeah, that that's the closer. Coop closed it. We've got to do more digging on on Joe because Cobb, Cobb tipped me off to this last night. Joe Cooper spent four years in junior college. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I'm assuming at some point COVID comes into play. Yes. I mean, his, he started at his Pearl. first year was his first year. It was 1920, so... It was t- yes, so that was the COVID year. Correct. But he, redshir- he redshirted that year. Correct. And yes, and then played... But he three- also played like 13 games, if you go look at the bio. Not a... Oh. I'm telling you, I did, I looked at, I read it myself. I gotta know, four years of junior college, I gotta know how that happens. Yeah, so he started maybe there's some Pearl, injuries in there. Started at Pearl, I think finished at Northwest. Yeah, he spent the last three years at Northwest Mississippi... And then he was here, and then was not eligible until Again, I need. I have questions. January. If you're a junior college transfer, well, I remember him. I when I first got here in 2017, he was at Olive Branch and was playing with DJ Jeffries and Cam Matthews, both of whom you know went. And DJ obviously played here at Memphis first, and then is now still at. I believe he's still playing. He had a pretty nice night last night. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Cam Matthews had a nice career at Mississippi State as well. Um, but they all played together on that. Oh, those Olive Branch an all branch team together or a couple. Um and they they would play they played against East. Um against Penny. Uh certainly I, I was at a summer league game they played against him. Um but yeah and then but Joe Cooper comes out and didn't they play like a game at Lander Center? Yeah, I don't know if Joe was on that team okay. though. That was yes, that was the day Wiseman committed. 
Okay. Uh, to Memphis. Yes. But that was, I believe Joe was already out of high school at that point. Um, but I remember. Still you know, in college though. I remember writing about him uh, back when I first got here because he's the stepson of Rodney Newsom, uh, the former Memphis basketball player. And uh, so that was a really cool, that was his first Division One basket, that three-pointer from the corner. And uh, I just thought, I wrote about him because I thought, it felt like I, they won the game anyway. They would have won the game whether he played the last nine minutes or not, the way they played last night. But I do think that, you know, he mentioned it um, after the game. Like, he was part of a group of players who basically, after the SMU game, addressed the locker room and said, like, get with us or get away from us. You know, and like... I think it's important to have someone like that on the team right now. Um, and it, I, I like Penny, you know, a lot of times Penny talks about this pride for the city and pride mm-hmm. for Memphis. But I think, like, you could even see it on the podium yesterday. Munns wrote about this for us. They were talking about the FAU game. Uh, Joe Cooper and Naquan Tomlin were on the podium afterwards. And, like, I had forgotten, like, Naquan Tomlin actually has, like, real vitriol towards oh, yeah, FAU. Oh, yeah, yeah. K-State lost to them, and he was jokingly going, and he goes, yeah, and, like, obviously I'm now here at Memphis, and they lost FAU in the first round, and so everyone in the locker room, and then he stopped himself, well, Malcolm and Jaden have, you know, like, real whatever, and then Joe Cooper chimes, and he goes, I'm taking it personally, too, and Naquan Tomlin goes, why? And Joe Cooper goes, because I'm from Memphis, and it was like, it was like perfect. It was like, isn't that the line from Bluff City Law? (laughs) I don't know, but it was wasn't great. That, isn't that what Jimmy Smith's it was like? F you, I'm from Memphis, or like he's like because I'm from Memphis, and it's like I I think it's a nice he's a it's a good it, in a moment like this where Memphis was. Joe Cooper provides some perspective for four years of junior but, college, okay, I got fulfilling more, his dream of playing at Memphis. I'm not even like saying it dad. provides perspective; it provides questions for me <laughs> because it, we'll, how, get, we'll get some it, answers. But if we'll get some answers. But this is seriously. We know we know it's true that he was not eligible in the first semester. Mm-hmm. Does that mean he went to four years of JUCO and doesn't have an associate's degree? I don't know. Maybe there was some stuff he had to do, like courses he hadn't taken that you're required to take in order. But if to you be get admitted. an associate's degree, you're in. Like that's that's your eligibility. Listen, these are questions that we will have to ask at some point. He's what, the international how, man of mystery. How he ended up, but he has another year of eligibility, so we might have. We're gonna have another year of this, Jeffrey. Feels likely. Feels like we got our. Feels like this. Feels like Joe Cooper is quickly going to become a cult here. I've heard. Feels. I've would, heard Joe Hooper being thrown around, which is pretty good. A little soon. I, it's Coop right now. He seems like he can play. Like I mean, like like I'm not saying he's a star, but like seems no, like he can I, play right now. You get the oh, that's the guy that could be their backup point guard. Like when you yeah. have to get Quinterly off the floor, and like, but like he's a guy. Like you know, we're talking about like hey. How do you, how does Penny like build some continuity in the program and kind of like transition off of what he did this year, where there's seven, eight guys like guys like that can be important to the you know kind of Mark. Are you, are you calling for a program guy? I, th- I th- that guy, that guy smells like glue. Mm-hmm. You don't even in, in, like on, a glue guy who doesn't even have to play. He's from Memphis. Memphis. Like a he's your classic break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. All right, we need we what's the what's the thing? What's what do you when you uh. When you're diabetic, what do you what do you get? What's the insulin? shot? Yeah, insulin. He's like he's the insulin shot. Mm-hmm. He's the insulin shot when you need when you need when you need a 
feels like you're really working for, rush. Feels like you're really working for a nickname here. <laughs> Nonetheless. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how much. How, I how many combined minutes do we have? Eleven. For what, Joe? For Coop? We played nine last night. Uh, last night. I don't know how he played. He played a, like what? Didn't he play ten against SMU? He played a lot down the stretch of SMU. <laughs> you had, you weren't paying attention no, at no, that no. point. No, no, we weren't watching at that yeah. point. <laughs> he played. A, he, he got we a were, bunch of minutes at down that the stretch. point. We were very committed to. We'll find something else. But to he watch. didn't have a. He didn't have. He had a free throw in the SMU game. He didn't have a field goal. Last night was his first bucket. But, um, hang on, I can pull this up. Totals on the season. Eighteen minutes. Yeah. So he played. He played. Yeah, nine or ten minutes in the in the SMU game. So here we are. They beat the second place team in the league. They've got FAU coming up on Sunday, Jeffrey. I, I don't know. I, my my only problem with this was like they look great. I called it a maddeningly good performance because like you're like they can look this good, and you're like and even Penny said it. Nights like this kind of make you scratch your head. Like what the hell happened? Um, and so and and especially because we saw we saw them have a, maybe it wasn't quite as good as this performance, but play pretty well against Tulane too, and then have that clunker of a road trip. To Texas, yeah. I mean, I, I know we have. It's the, hard for me USF, to buy in yet. We have the USF second half, and then whatever the Rice game was. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the truly disheartening results have all have been on the road. Yes, um, and so, but at the same time, I think you can legitimately go. Hey, man, they play like that last night. The rest of the way, they got a good shot at winning the conference tournament. Like I don't care okay, what the the math is not in their favor because right now it's going to be hard to get back to, to the, the top four to the top four yeah because if you look at it right now UAB did them a solid last night with you want to talk about a clunker whatever they threw up against Rice that was a clunker what mm-hmm. UAB did but you still look at it SMU's at ten and three FAU's at ten and three theoretically you could you could flop. Two, you could steal two games and get a and get a tiebreaker against them, mm-hmm. but you're still a game behind them, even if you won out. To who? FAU? Yes. Well, FAU plays SMU tonight, so that could be an important result. If they lose to SMU tonight, maybe now now you're now you're talking. You beat them twice, you can jump them. Yeah, yeah, I think at this point you need to root for you need to root for. Uh, you probably need to root for SMU, right? You need to root for SMU because you still get. You split with them, so you're not going to get a tiebreaker. Like that's mm-hmm. going to go into whatever. Mm-hmm. It feels like we're going to have to get the old. Uh, what are the rule? The tiebreaker rules out. But uh, are but, you convinced after last night they're going to win out? Just like, are you convinced of that? No, but I'm open to it. It's a TV show. Okay. Th- this could be. This could be like we got to heat it up. You know, like okay. hey, we got a ten episode order, but we really only had like eight scripts, so we had to kind of start stretching out and throwing some things out there. But like now we've heated up. We've decided that this like now we're gonna make a run at the, the season again. finale. Is gonna be really good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm open to that. Oh man, this team like this is the thing. It's like when you just take a step back and think about this team as a source of content. It's incredible. We've had a guy mysteriously get sick. Well, one you had the coach suspended for the first three games. Good point. Didn't even think about that. Coach well, suspended for the first three games. You had a you had an international trip. Correct. 
um, in which you played against one of your own players, and you had an international <laughs> your, who turned out to be your best player. You had an international trip where we did not know how many players were going to be on said trip. Remember, yeah. we we were setting over unders like six well, and, and a half, and just the 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 piecemeal way in which all the tran- you know you had the early well, that's what I'm saying. transfers who no, no, didn't come. Then we get a three game suspension to start the year. Mm-hmm. Then uh, a pretty good non conference schedule. But included in that was a mysterious illness for a month. Mm-hmm. That player then gets invited back after the team voted not to bring him back. That was weird. You then added another big at that point. Yeah, well, during the during the correct illness Tomlin area. Tomlin. Yeah, you in added the illness area. You added Tomlin. Now catastrophic injury. Yes, right, right in front of the uh, right in front of your team leader, who also himself. Had suffered a catastrophic, Correct. catastrophic injury. Got flashbacks yes. to it. Literally said that after the game. Had flashbacks to his own knee injury, Quinterly did, when he watched Mills go down. Then uh, we've had we've had uh, press conferences of throwing teams under the bus. We've had players throwing teams under the bus. We've had a guy tie his shoe in the middle of a possession. Mm-hmm. Last And then last night, we've had Malcolm's missed reverse dunk. Mm-hmm. And then last night... That pass that Malcolm threw, I don't even know where he was trying to throw it. There was not even any. The only thing that was over there were fans and then the, the TV booth, the TV table. Again, he was even laughing. As I have no idea. Like, but you get like one of these a game. It's awesome. If you just view this through the prism of this team is here to entertain me, I'm entertained. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not convinced, though. No, because we've seen. No. We've seen a couple of gotta-have-it performances. You can even talk me into, like, to me, it's the big question is what happens to this team when they go on the road? Yeah, when they, well, they have to play, what, ECU? They have two road games left, at ECU and, and then at FAU um, at the end of the year. But, like, the other big thing to me last night, and everyone keeps diminishing it, but it's the reality, whether it was by necessity, whether it was by choice, he was forced to cut the rotation down. Mm-hmm. And he did, and guess what? It worked. Played ten guys, I believe. In ten, the end. but that's Coop, and I, I'm not sure Coop hits the floor if David Jones doesn't get hurt. Yeah, because he he did not play Cooper in the first half. No, um, it was interesting those minutes where they were trying to get by without a point Ooh, guard on the floor. Boy, yeah, uh, it didn't. It was not. It was not. I'm, uh, I'm serious. Not that great. should be the Joe Cooper role. If yeah. you're gonna try to get, if you're gonna try yeah, to steal, steal some rest, steal for a minute, early, minute and a half before media time. That's coop time, baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then when you need to close out a game. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, well, <laughs> it's the annexation of Puerto Rico. Like when you have to go to the trick play, yeah. we'll never see it coming. Um. So we'll see, and then you know afterwards, you know, I thought Penny. It was it was good that they respond. Like it would have. It would have been really depressing in there if that team had, cl- you know, put out another clunker because it, it was already a thinned out crowd. Like it was clearly, you know, it wasn't tubby level crowd, but it also was not a good crowd. And I think the crowd will be pretty good on Sunday because they, they've sold out the lower level and pinnacle for that Florida well, Atlantic it's, game. It's a Sunday with no NFL football. And, like, and I think well, cause a lot of people bought it ahead of time because that was that was kind of the biggest home game, certainly on the conference schedule. Um, but you know, given the the circumstances behind it, first game since that NCAA tournament matchup, it felt like you know it was the, 
It was the best. I think it was the best home game on the schedule, even considering Clemson and UVA. Um. Yeah, I think it's probably Before fair. The like, yeah, if you're if you're having to do it like now, you, my gut tells me we'll probably remember like the Clemson game as the best game, best home. I think atmosphere. Yeah, yeah the atmosphere is yeah. great, and it was a great game. Yeah, but yeah. just like that, that was the great scene. Yeah, great scene. Um, you've got but Penny afterwards was kind. Of, yeah, it was just good to see that they responded to Penny because that was what was so shocking about the SMU game is that you just don't see. I had not seen a team quit on Penny before like that. And turns out they did respond the way he did. I don't know if he can do it again and they'll respond, you know. But um, it was good. They, they they played with effort. That was what it came down to ultimately last night. They just they, they, they worked really hard last night. Yeah, and I also thought a big, a big part for me was in the second half when – it felt like Memphis's offense had gotten stale. They kind of stalled out, mm-hmm. and you know, I guess you want to give credit to Charlotte. Give Charlotte was getting stops. Mm-hmm. There was like a. It felt like fifteen minutes of real time where the score was just stuck on forty nine thirty eight or forty eight thirty nine. I can't remember whichever. It felt like the score was just stuck there. Those possessions, I felt like they guarded as well as we've seen all year. And to me, like that was such a key moment because. The way Memphis's offense had stalled out, I felt like that was a chance for Charlotte to get back into the game, and then who knows. But the fact that they really didn't ever let that happen, I thought that was huge. All right, and then I wanted to ask you about this. Penny said this afterwards. He, he first off said, if we can play like this, we can win out, we can win the conference tournament. He said that. That self-explanatory. He also said this. He said something along the lines of, if we win out, If we went out, maybe basically the committee will notice it. You'll generate enough. If, he said, if we went out and if we win the way like we're winning, we just won this game. May, he was insinuating maybe the committee will know, will know, someone on the committee will notice, well, Memphis is back. And they'll, they could get, get an at-large berth potentially, I think is what he was insinuating. Like he was, he was not saying they would. He was saying, he was implying he has not given up hope on that. So I present that to you. Essentially a scenario of they win these last four but don't win the conference tournament. Let's say they lose in the championship game. That would be the scenario of going five and two over your last seven. Would that be something that would sound reasonable? Um, I mean, if you tell me Can they the go, bubble be soft enough for that to work. I mean, if you tell me they go five and oh and they win by twenty every game. If they go four then, and oh and they win like they, I'm, I was counting last night, sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm uh, throughout twenty because they won by twenty four. Mm-hmm. If they go five and zero in the last five or four and zero from here on, and they win by twenty, mm-hmm. well, yeah, then the metrics or win are by sh- double digits or something. The like metrics that. are going to shoot back into your favor. I don't know. I was playing around on Torvik. Even if then you start getting into this stupid reality of okay, let's play. Let's play out that. Let's say that they beat FAU by fifteen on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well. FAU could probably fall into where are they now? Thirty? Where are they in the net? Uh, in the net they are. Aren't they eighty-two? No, no. I'm sorry. Where's uh, Florida Atlantic? Oh, Florida Atlantic. So Atlantis, FAU's thirty-four. Yeah. So you run into this weird reality of yeah. If you beat them by fifteen, FAU could drop to like forty. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, you move up, but then you start working into this. 
you're you're yeah. You need you need those wins, but then you get penalized because those wins start like Yeah. This wouldn't even be a quad one win. Yeah. And so the road game would. Yeah, is it possible? Or the road yeah, the home game would. The home game wouldn't, but the road yeah. game would. Yeah. But then you start getting into the reality of like all across college basketball, nobody's winning on the road. Mm-hmm. And so no one's like making like these bubble teams you're finding out the teams that are on the bubble, you're realizing like, oh yeah, they're there for a reason. Yeah. And so is there an opportunity? Is that universe exist? Maybe. But I don't know, man. Like Yeah. Well, listen, again, it's which it's, fi- it's why even when we talked about when there were seven left, I was kind of like, man, even five and two. Like yeah. I think it starts to get real iffy. Well, it's wish I I it's wishful thinking. But again, they did give you the opportunity, if you want to, to do some wishful thinking last night. I'm personally not – I didn't come away, like, convinced. You know, like, I, I'm now damaged from what happened between the two-lane game and the, and the Texas swing. Well, there's also this question of how much of last night – like, was the defense fixed last night or did Charlotte shoot the ball poorly? Because they had, like, that one little stretch of, like, 10 to 15 minutes in the first half – where it felt like they couldn't miss. Well, I, and I'll be honest. I watched that game going, how did Charlotte win 11 of 12? Um, at the same time, I think that's a credit to Memphis. I think I think it was a nice... Well, I think also it's a credit to their best player being taken out of the game. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was a nice matchup for Memphis because like they just weren't athletic at all. Yeah. Charlotte. And Mem- like Memphis was just... They just had, you know... But like we still this look isn't at, the most athletic Penny team, but they had more way more athletes than that Charlotte team did. Like we still look at... You know, they still threw the ball all over the place. Well, that was mo- like Jones in the first half. He had as many shot attempts as turnovers. Five. <laughs> I mean, I thought the rebounding was better, but I think you can chalk the rebounding up to what you're talking about. Like, that was kind of athleticism. Yeah. But they, no, but they weren't like Malcolm and Tomlin. Those guys were working their tails off underneath. Like, they, they, they were. Out, they out hustled Charlotte. They outworked them, but I do think it was a good matchup as well, and so that's why I'm not ready to like totally buy in. Like I, you know, now you know, let's see what they do against FAU. FAU is going to be a you know a totally different type of matchup. It's going to be a bunch of well, I mean, you're going to have FAU, a size advantage other than the big guy, but they've well, got. I, I think what we'll know on Saturday or Sunday, beg your pardon, we're going to know if the three point defense is fixed because yeah. that is a team. That will stress your three-point defense. Yes, and there were moments in that first half you could tell Penny was frustrated with the like the three they were they were they were losing guys like I'll be honest like Jonathan Pierre if you really watch the film had like a really bad defensive game last night like he John, John, you, Jonathan Pierre would be on, on my bench. <laughs> he's had some he's shown some things, especially offensively because he can handle the ball and pass. Yeah, but the problem is, like, he handles the ball just well enough to, like, put him in, and it's like, he's still yeah. not great. But do, I, I, he got lost a bunch defensively last night, um, but obviously they did. Second half, they were locked down, um, and uh, we'll see where they can take this. It, but it's a lot better than the SMU game. It's it's good they didn't quit. No more quit watch. Temporary quit watch over. Yeah, we're... we're... Can, can, can we even have quit watch for the next game? I feel oh, like... Yeah. Uh, conditions are always right. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's Florida Atlantic. It's you know conditions are Atlanta, right. Yeah. You know, Listen, right on the Atlanta seaboard, yeah. Atlantic seaboard. I mean, maybe, 
I, I will say we've turned quit watch into like severe thunderstorm watch. Mm. It's like pout watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Attitude watch. But hey, we'll see. Should be a good crowd on Sunday. Program is brought to you by the number one spot for indoor golf in Memphis. It's Birdies. Located in the historic South Main District of downtown, 493 South Main Street, Suite 101. Birdies has three golf simulators, a virtual putting course, as well as a full-service bar and a great menu. Wedding season is fast approaching. Birdies makes a great location for any bachelor party-type activities, if you're going to keep it local, or if you're just looking for something to do wedding weekend, maybe after a rehearsal dinner, maybe after the reception. You're looking for something to do that night with some friends maybe that are in town, out of town. Birdies makes a great spot for that. Also, check out their membership options. You can go to golfatbirdies.com. $100 gets you 10 hours on the simulator. That's a tremendous deal. So if you want to take advantage of that, I highly recommend doing that. Golfatbirdies.com to reserve a bay. You can check out more information there. Also, follow them on Instagram at birdies901. When we come back, Eric Castletine joins the program. Let's talk some Grizz next right here. Giannato and Jeffrey, 92.9. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet uses during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. NFM ESPN. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the next generation 10G network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Special treat. He's a man of his word. He said he was coming in studio for this week's appearance. He is in studio. He is the Memphis Grizzly Radio Network play-by-play announcer. He is Eric Hasseltine. 
Eric, good day. It's a pleasure to see you. This is like old times. Yeah, it's your like fun. Yeah. I'm really uncomfortable can, not sitting in your chair, Jeffrey. Can you? That was my chair for you, eight years. Do you still have like the sensory, like when you go back to a place you've been, you're like, oh, I remember that smell. Can yeah. You do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you I'll, still come here to except do Except for when, I, when we were all here. <laughs> Our, uh, Vernon and I shared an office in the back. You were across the hall. Uh, sometimes that hallway did not smell very pleasant because it's right near the bathroom. Yes. So, mm. yeah. And that was when, uh, there was a, a local, I, the, I think it's still down the road. It's just changed locations. But when the taco truck was, oh, yeah. uh, right on the corner, you can imagine, uh, how that, that happened. So, and that's like where 90% of us got lunch. Oh, every day. Yeah, I yeah, eat there I mean, all the time. Like, uh, yeah. Great people love yeah. us to death, by the way. I think they're out there across from, uh, no, but it, it, that, speaking of, Hey, by that the way, speaking a of great factory, did, uh, did your partner tell you he's got his, He's got his five-year-old already in the cages working the tea at D-Bat? So, well, I, the, the story I was told, hopefully I'm not airing out too much, he's missing his first practice. No, 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 no. He's going to be there. He's no, you're there. missing his first practice. I'm missing the first well, practice. Well, that's fine. You can miss the first yeah, practice. Yeah. The T-ball coach. Well, he, no, he, I'm glad. he played last year. But Did he no. have fun up there? Yeah, 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 he had a good time. It was just because it was, like, cold out, and uh, we were yeah. looking for something to so, do with the look, kids. Shane Y'all gotta remember, you're, you're talking to the original GYAA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first ballot all star. Yeah. No big deal. Uh, I, yeah, well, it's now GBL, but um, and there, there's, <laughs> there, I, look, the, the, there was quite the, there was quite the schism. I'm going to say this, and I know it's I'm, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't really care about getting in trouble. Whatever. Um, <laughs> don't get in trouble with the Grizzlies. You're good there. A couple things. No, I won't mm-hmm. get in trouble. With GBL, by the way, is one of the best run youth baseball recreational organizations I've ever seen. Not travel ball. Like, the, the Germantown Rays do a great job. There's a lot of great travel baseball teams here, organizations. There's something for everybody. But if your kid just wants to play baseball and enjoy playing baseball and get a jersey of a major league team, like, a, not a an actual jersey, but a T-shirt that looks like a jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my son's friends played for the Astros last year, and he hadn't really played a lot of baseball. But he had a shirt that looked like an Astros jersey and a hat, a, a, an Astros hat, and it was cool. And... I think they do just a phenomenal job, and they've redone those fields at, at Cameron Brown, and I think they're trying to figure out what to do with Bob Haley, but uh, I tip my cap to them, and that's where your boy's playing, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on top of that, both baseball and basketball, and I'm a shameless plug, both of my favorite spots because I spend a lot of time at both these places. Shoot360, who's a sponsor here, um, is phenomenal for a young basketball player. It is the same at a place called D-Bat off Sycamore View, um, Chris Swanberg is the GM. He played baseball at the University of Memphis. Um, if I was a kid, and I think you would be in the same way, Jeffrey, my parents would have never worried about where I was because I would have either been at one of those two places all like all night. You would have had to pull me out of there. And now kind of having started my own little travel team that's nonprofit, um, which has been a lot of fun and, and getting boys these boys to just play baseball and not worry about how much it costs, uh, thanks to our sponsors, I had to pull my son and one of his teammates out of there basically by the ear like you used to have to do to yeah. get your kid off the street uh, because that's how much fun they have in there. So I was I was stoked to see you there, Mark, and mm-hmm. kids of all ages. So it's a beautiful I, facility. My, my plea is that if you have a baseball player and you want to get them some extra work, go visit those guys because we need that place to stay around because it's really good for the youth to have something somewhere and some place to go 
to be able to practice because with the game day fields closing down, it's really changed a lot of the the looks around. Was they're building? They're trying to build a smaller complex in Eads, right? It's not in Eads. It's right next to Briarcrest. I know all about it. I can show you a picture of the field. It's the nicest field I've ever been on, to be honest with you. Yeah, but like it's like four fields, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be four fields. Uh, it probably won't go past. And the reason uh, I happen to to know the the proprietor, uh, he he did four because his. One, his son's a youth baseball player, and he's got He wants enough. a place to play, yeah. Yeah, and, he, and he, how many times can you build your son a baseball field? <laughs> Not often. I'm going to go. That's pretty cool. I'm going to go on a limb and say. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. There's like a once-in-a-lifetime so, opportunity Right, usually. so his son's middle school team will play there, and a lot of the middle school teams. But when you get to high school level and you play, you know, you're continuing to play what I knew as growing up as American Legion ball, but it's still travel ball for high school players. I don't even know either, what we call it anymore. They're either playing. It's travel. They're either yeah. playing it in Millington. Or they're playing on high school fields. Yes. And that's or, how they do. Or, or really where they're playing is down in perfect game outside of Atlanta. Where my yeah, dad well, that's like. But you can do the perfect weeks, game yeah. at Fort Myers. And then you get the perfect game yeah. at Snowden. They play tournaments at Snowden too. Yeah. Um, which is a phenomenal facility. But I've been blown away how good the baseball is here. And that facility. I mean, dude, be honest with you. I go in and hit. All time. I, I was there's a, there's over. a forty year old. Uh, you get the itch. I, get the itch. I was peeking over. I saw you taking some cuts. Yeah, the, the I barreled up a few there. Uh, yeah, like there's a cool little hit tracks machine. I was, it, your exit velocity is nowhere near a pro. Are you? Are you? Do they? Are you getting all the data? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, my goal is to uh, to try to get back in the weight room a little bit and get my exit velocity back up towards. First of all, it's got with the wood bat. It's got to crack eighty. I've gotten it like right at eighty, but I just a shade below. So I got to get over eighty. I'd like no to get to chance. I'd put wood in my hands. You have to <laughs> no forty and over baseball league in Memphis. You cannot use metal. Yeah, but if we're I'm just getting, slow. if I'm our, just getting, we old men are too slow on the reaction I'm, time. Someone barrels them up. We're gonna die on the field. No thanks. <laughs> but if I'm just getting in the cage, give me the yeah, give just, me, yeah yeah yeah. But the, even in hey, the cage, bats are expensive. You can't just keep borrowing a well, bat. Uh, you want your own stick. I got two brothers that played college baseball. There's there's. My my those parents, bats are dead. My parents, eh, they one pitched. Um, yeah, but those bats are dead. You got to get a new bat. Yeah, but I just you know what I mean. Like, well, that's, that's, hey, that's the great thing about the facility too. Like they they let you demo bats. There's a bat out right now that on the market that is just I'm I get this is like cheating. The bat is so light I and mean, it meets all the specifications, but it's crazy because. Not every it doesn't work like every kid has a different swing and some other bats are better. You know how that is. If it's there was like, one, it's like golf. Not every driver, works right? For everyone, All these yeah. kids are like, why doesn't everybody just use this bat if it's so awesome? I'm like, because everybody's swing is different. And if we had one universal bat, there would be one universal bat. But there's not. There's well, different we, companies. That we make used to bats. have it, and then those bats became illegal. I'm yeah, talking. They were called remember, C-cores. No, the the trampoline effect. The yeah, the, the carbon the, core. The gold yeah. standard was the Omaha 2000. Oh and yeah, this I was remember that. The the College World Series, like USC, USC, Stanford, LSU. Maybe. USC, so LSU. They played in the final, and it was like 24 to 20. Yeah, it was LSU. It was Warren Morris hit, yeah. the, hit the bomb to win it. No, no, this is even like, this is like 2001, because Warren Morris oh. links in the 90s. No, he was mid-90s, yeah, because yeah. I watched that when I was, but that uh, was graduating from college. They were playing like drop fives, and everyone's, oh, yeah. and everyone's like, well... We can't do this anymore. So actually, someone's gonna get yeah, hurt. Someone's gonna die. I played on a summer league team. I was twenty five with, and one of our one of my teammates was the closer at South Carolina, and that was the year LSU had uh, Eddie Furness and Brandon Larson, who both went in the top. I want to say I know Larson went first round to the Reds. Furness went somewhere else. They hit respectively 
like 42 or 43 for Furnace and 37 bombs in a 70-game season for LSU, and neither one of them made the show. No, I mean, it's... That's how Moneyball came about. God, those the college players' bats were so lively that Billy Bean's like, everybody can hit a home run. Right. And like, so they were like, get- I need guys that are getting base hits and, and learning how to hit. And then when they deadened the bats, he's still using the Moneyball philosophy. When if you hit 20 bombs with the way they deadened yeah. the bats, you were a monster. Mm. Now yeah. guys are just bigger, faster, stronger, and they're hit back up to hitting 25, 26 bombs. I mean, I saw well, Tim they, Elko. They changed the they changed the base. They did the minor league baseball too that flies right. farther. I saw I saw Tim Elko this summer when we did at the end of the, the Grizzlies caravan. I threw out a first pitch in uh, Huntsville, which is a great Double A stadium, by the way. Also, the best nickname going: the Trash Pandas, mm. the Rocket City Trash Pandas. And they've also got the biscuits down in Montgomery. I still like trash pandas. Yeah, biscuits so. are good. Uh, it's hard for me to go biscuit when my nickname yeah, is biscuit. Got, That's we, a little bit cannibalistic. But we got those um, trash pans this week. Oh, yeah, man. So Sonny D, the guy that played at Auburn, that was the co-SEC Player of the Year. That's the Angels for Double A in the Southern League, is in Huntsville. Elko came with the White Sox team. Elko hit a ball with a wooden bat that I'm I thought might put a hole in the wall. He just hit an absolute laser. Guys now know how to hit. It's fun to watch. It's it's a lot, and it's fun to watch young players. There's so much young talent here. I mean, we had a team from EBC, the Easley Baseball Company. Yep, twelve years. Go coaches. to Cooperstown for that tournament that that everybody talks about. And Field, absolutely dreams, yeah. steamroll everyone. Won the whole thing. And unfortunately, we don't hear enough about it. But um, the one of the young kids on there, I, I met his dad, and we were trying to get some publicity for it. But there's a couple teams going up there this year. And our team's not quite at that level, but that is such a great place to go. But you, I go watch these 12U baseball teams play, and I'm like, there were no 12-year-olds doing this. And I played with kids at 12 that ended up making the show, and I'm like, these guys, we're, they're just better. They're just better players. No, the Cooperstown, both my brothers did it. My team didn't. Yeah. It's not cheap. It, but it's not even that. It's just, it is it's truly the best tournament ever. Someone just said, so, my buddy just said, you messed up your golf swing hitting baseballs. No, I messed up my golf swing putting my golf clubs away. <laughs> but the best part about those fields, Mark, is that they're they're all two hundred foot they're all two hundred foot fences. So yeah, you can go, you can do yard work, but also they shove the parents down the left field and right field lines. Mm. So like, it's it's literally it's the greatest thing ever. Like you can't hear the parents because yeah, the they're parents. all. They're all just so far removed. Yeah, there's, some, there's some fun parents out there. Always they throw up these sure. barracks yeah. that you want to talk about smells. Those those things are special. Yeah, no doubt about it. I can't imagine that. So uh, yeah, no good times. I just wanted to give Mark props for getting his boy started. And and to you to your credit, man, you were just making it fun for him. It's it's funny as parents sometimes we forget baseball's supposed to be fun. Like well, kids are supposed to enjoy. Are supposed it. to be fun. They're they're supposed to enjoy playing. Not it's like as I tell people, I'm not raising Bryce Harper. But my kid's yeah. become a pretty good hitter because he likes to go work and he has fun with it. And when he went through a two-week stretch where he wasn't seemingly having a lot of fun, my guy at DBAT pulled him into his office and just go, why aren't you having fun? You hit the ball good. You're, you're, you're a good hitter. Why aren't, you, why aren't you having fun? And he couldn't figure it out. He worked with him a little bit. Back to having fun. Back to hitting the baseball again. Is there a way for the Grizzlies to have fun their last 26? Yes. They've been having fun, right? They're having fun. That's That, that to me, was what was refreshing about no, the last right. like month before the All-Star break compared to the beginning of the season was not fun. All right. Well, I I, I might stay two segments with you guys. I don't know what you have planned top of the we hour. We got the list. We're we good. Get, we got it. Huh? We're at the list. We're good. All right. Cool. That's like old times. Mm-hmm. Um, little I know, Brad Carson's probably going to come in here with a contract. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know if you've been seeing the. Od- I don't know if you're familiar with Odyssey's uh, pu- public filings <laughs> I right know. now. I, I, don't I don't know if they're. Don't ho- get into that. There, there might be a hiring don't, freeze. Don't get into that. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Um, I'm busy it's anyway. Pu- it's public. I'm busy anyway. Um, I want to start with one. First of all, it's been fun. It's been fun watching guys get chances. Scotty Pippen Jr. Even Vince Gilliard, who's only got two games left, getting a chance, getting a chance to play. Gigi Jackson getting the opportunity. I. I told that story earlier where when I do my pregame stuff over at Ghost River, someone asked the question, who are you most excited to see with all these injuries? I said, Gigi Jackson, because getting him a chance to play will make him better. And we've seen what that did for Vince Williams. So I'm hoping that that will be the same and you can find why people had this guy ranked so high in his recruiting class. He reclassifies. He admitted he had some maturity issues. It didn't go as well at South Carolina as he would like. That kid should should be playing for North Carolina right now. Imagine how good the Tar Heels would be. But he had a chance to get his pro clock started faster, and he did. It just didn't go exactly how initially planned. They thought he'd be a first round pick. He's got first round level talent. There's no doubt. And there's still, but there's still moves he makes that are very 19 year old moves. That against another 19 year old, you ain't stopping it. But against a 24 year old superior athlete with grown man strength, he might wall you off. Um, so that's going to be fun to watch. Going to be fun to watch the guys play. Like Lamar Stevens coming in and playing hard. Uh, Jordan Goodwin coming in and playing hard. It's what we ran into on the road. I shouldn't say we. What they ran into on the road in Charlotte. When Charlotte had Sealy Micic, who nobody had heard of, carve through them because he's a 30-year-old Serbian rookie that just wants a chance to play. Trey Mann, who lost his minutes to Shea Gilgis-Alexander in Oklahoma City. Davis Bertans. Uh, all these guys that weren't getting time where they were at go to Charlotte, and all of a sudden they're playing, and they're like, oh, this is awesome. This is what it's like to be a pro basketball player. And as I tell people all the time, these guys didn't get jerseys because they went to Walmart and it was two-for-one day on the sale rack. They got jerseys because they earned them. They're good basketball players. And in some situations, they're not getting the run, so they get to play, and that's fun to watch. So is it going to be fun for the Grizzlies? I mean, yeah, because they, they're going to fight. Is it frustrating at times to to play for – to play really good basketball and have a lead at halftime, see it kind of dwindle in the third and go into the fourth with the thinking, of, eh, going to be hard to hang on to this one. Yeah, of course it's tough. But when you win games like you did in the last two um, and hang on, that's going to happen. So I think it's going to be fun to watch. Everybody's got the questions of what do you do when Smart's ankle's right, when Bain's ankle's right. you got to see exactly when that is, and you got to make sure they're really right. I'm not talking like, hey, maybe it's, it's 80%, and if we needed to go out and we were in a playoff hunt, you go do that, it's got to be 100% unequivocally. Same with Brandon Clark. He's passed a year for when, or it'll be a year when the Achilles injury happened. Usually you're back by that. If he is not 1,000% good to go, and I trust the Grizzlies medical staff for that, um, then what's the point? Like, make sure, the point may be just get some rust off them, get them a couple of games to run, but you got to have guys that'll finish out. You got 26 games left, right? That's yep. where we're at. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a sprint to the finish now, and after you're going to play three games in not back to back order, but you're just going to get into a good rhythm. And before we know it, it's March. We're into March. You got one full mm-hmm. season of basketball left. They'll be on the one more long road trip for when the NCAA tournament's here. You got to go out west. And it's a weird out west because you go Sac, Golden State, um, I think like San Antonio, and then Denver. And like, what? yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, right. and I'm like, why are we going to San that's Antonio then Denver? Like, yeah, yeah. little ping pongy, but that's that's fine. Um, and just play and have fun and 
Taylor Jenkins has had the best disposition during this the whole time. He, he wants his main thing is play the right way. And are there times guys are going to make mistakes that make you as a fan want to pull your hair out? Yeah, they're young. They're they're young and inexperienced. And the other factor people don't realize when we talk about letting leads go, you're asking guys that on average are playing like 8 to 10 to 12 to 14 minutes a night now to play 30. Your body's not used to that. And when your body breaks down physically from fatigue and mentally from fatigue, you do dumb things. You make bad decisions. You make bad passes. But you're still playing. So this is invaluable. Steve Kerr said it when the Warriors came in. They don't. He feels like they don't win that title the year they, they knocked off the Grizzlies if they hadn't struggled the year before and Jordan Poole had gotten the run he had gotten. Now, obviously, kind of went to Jordan's head, and now he's getting booed in Washington and um, needs to go back to being Jordan Poole. I'm not a superstar, but he's getting paid like one. And that was the greatest move they made. But the role players got opportunities to play when Steph was out, Clay was out, Draymond was out. And now their guys, their their secondary guys were starting. They're getting throttled. Warriors fans are still going and paying incredible amounts of money to watch them lose. And people are like, oh, what are we going to do? It's like, pump the brakes. You're getting people back, which leads me to what frustrated me. I'm listening to this station, and I I love Freddie Coleman. I, I, Freddie and I have had a great you know, time talking on a couple of t- occasions. He sent some really nice messages, always been supportive of the team. I respect Harry Douglas that he was an NFL football player. They were talking at the break about the most disappointing team, and Harry Douglas goes, well, for my money, it's the Memphis Grizzlies, and I about crashed my car. And I said, okay, I'll play along. How? This is when I'm glad I did not have X or Twitter or whatever it's called. He goes, I mean, I understand that John ja Morant had the season-ending injury and all, but, I mean, you just... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.